Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Well, good morning, everybody. I hope everyone's doing well today. It's time for another podcast. We started a series recently called Dealing with 2020, and we've been talking a lot about anxiety. This past Sunday, we spoke on that topic, and we actually called it the cure for anxiety as we looked at two powerful passages from Matthew 6 and 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I believe it really is the key to overcoming anxiety if we will understand what Jesus has said in his word. And and I encourage you, if you haven't listened to that message, then find that on our website. It's called The Cure for Anxiety, or re-listen to it and, and refresh your mind. But today we want to talk about this. We want to talk about worry propaganda. Worry propaganda. Uh, perhaps you know what the word propaganda means. It's it's basically messages, messages, ads, things like that that are sent out. There were a lot of them during the times of the Nazis in Germany. Propaganda to to sour the people's minds on the Jewish people and people that weren't like the German race, basically. And so they would use these things called propaganda to sour the minds of the Jews, to prop up the beliefs of the Nazis, and basically pollute your mind with a bunch of messages that weren't accurate so that you believe them. And that's really what propaganda is, and propaganda is still around today. In fact, it's very timely because we're basically still in the midst of an election. We haven't selected a president yet. Uh, they're trying to sort out all the votes, and you guys know what's going on. Uh, but for the last several weeks and months, and maybe even longer than that, we've had, I guess you could call propaganda, flooding our TV screens and all kinds of ads about which candidate is best and what the other candidate is not capable of doing and how bad they are, and, and that's propaganda. And I'm sure some of those things have accuracies and truths in them, but there's probably a lot of falsehoods too and a lot of embellishments. And that's kind of what propaganda is. It's just messages sent to your brain to get you to believe something that isn't necessarily entirely true in order to accomplish a task. Well, propaganda has an evil connotation and it's, it's supposed to by definition. And we're facing a lot of that right now. And I'm going to call this worry propaganda because we have an enemy. Just as the Jewish people had an enemy in Nazi Germany, we have an enemy. His name is Satan. And he's incredibly crafty, he's incredibly smart, and he hates us. And we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I want to once again consider what he's doing and how he's trying to send these messages to our brains to get us to do one thing. To be anxious, to worry, to fret. Because here's, here's the tactic of the devil. I know he has a lot of different tools and weapons in his arsenal. But I believe he loves the best, the things that are best suitable to getting the most people. And one of those things that sort of, if he, if he just directs people a certain way, it'll sort of take care of itself. And what I mean by that is if he sends enough messages of worry and anxiety to our brains, we'll sort of self-implode. He doesn't need to do a lot of groundwork after that. All he needs to do is steer us a direction, and then you and I will do the rest of the work. And so what he's going to do, he's going to send a lot of worry propaganda to our minds to get us off the course, to get us not thinking about what Jesus has taught us and how Jesus went himself. And, and as soon as we do that, we'll start acting like atheists. We'll start acting like unbelievers. We'll start acting like devils. And that's exactly what he wants. He wants us to go contrary of the way Jesus has taught us, and he can't physically steer us. He can't actually turn us around. But what he can do is he's going to send a lot of messages so that we turn around and we 
put our direction and our gaze somewhere else. And I was watching the news, as maybe probably most of you are and have been for the last several days, and I was noticing as they, they brought up that electoral college map, you've seen that, uh, where that President Trump has won certain states and Joe Biden has won other states. <clears throat> and, you know, the election's still not decided. It's November 6th, November 5th right now. And the election's still not decided. We're still in the midst of this thing. And they're still trying to figure out, well, who's going to win? And so they have what is called a what-if screen or a what-if scenario. And I've seen the guy bring this map up a lot where he just brings up the map and he's trying to figure out who's going to win based on certain scenarios. So they bring up the map and all the, all the states that are filled in are filled in and all the ones that haven't been decided yet are, are blank and he's basically touching them, making them red or blue to see what would happen if certain candidate won certain states. And he's trying to figure out who can get to 270 and how can they can get to 270. And it was called this like what if screen. He just keeps hitting this button called what if, what if, what if. And I've seen him do it you know, half a dozen times, maybe more than that. Because they're trying to basically help us understand that each candidate can still win. And here's the scenario based on the what if. And so I thought about that and my, my mind works funny ways. And I thought about that going, man, I wonder if the devil has something similar to that. He has all these what if buttons in our minds that he loves to use as propaganda. And we're going to go based on that. I hope you can humor me today and use this what if scenario. And all he has to do again is, is he has to plant seeds of doubt, seeds of worry, because he knows We'll do the watering. We'll be the ones that if we're not disciplined enough, if we're not grounded enough, if we're not focused enough, we will actually water the seeds that he plants in our minds by thinking about those things and not thinking about what the Lord has done. So what I want to do is I want to give you a few what-if scenarios that the devil plants in our mind. And then I want to give you a few what-is scenarios based on what the Word of God has says is truth. And that's our, that's our podcast today. So here's a few what-if scenarios that I know the devil is using just simply in 2020. These aren't personal things that are pertaining only to one individual or myself. It's, it's general, big, overarching things that we're all dealing with in 2020, at least here in America. Number one is, of course, the coronavirus. It's kind of going to define 2020, or 2020, whether we want it to or not. The coronavirus is going to be the lingering word that 2020 is defined by. And so ever since March, ever since March, everyone can only talk about the coronavirus. And and I know the devil loves that because it's a what if. It's worry propaganda. And the coronavirus, I believe, is a real disease. The coronavirus has the potential to, to harm families, to hurt people, to even kill some people. But it's also a great potential what if scenario for the devil. Because now there's a disease that we're not familiar with. And we're not sure what it can do. We're not sure how deadly it is. And it's spreading a lot. And it's been called a pandemic. And that's a really scary word. And so the devil seizes that and says, oh, man, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant propaganda that I can use. And I'm just going to let them know all the what ifs about the coronavirus. What if this continues to spread? What if we don't get a vaccine in time? What if you catch it? What if it kills somebody you love? And he's just going to spread that propaganda as much as he can so that's a very simple equation. We forget what the Lord has taught us and we play out all these what ifs in our mind and suddenly we're in a really bad place because we're not walking in trust. We're not obeying the Lord. We're not focusing on others. We're focused upon our own self-health and care and, and, and we're, 
we're in a bad place. And all he has to do again is spread the propaganda. What if, what if, what if the coronavirus, and it's still happening, it's been happening for what, eight, nine months now, and it's going to continue to happen. There's coronavirus propaganda all over the place. And my my goal here is not to say that it's all been wrong, only that it's been utilized by the evil one to spread worry, to continue worry in our soul so that we go contrary to scripture because worry will never equate obedience. Worry will never equate walking in love. Worry will never equate glorifying God and trusting God. It'll always equate bad fruits of the flesh. So there's the first what if. The coronavirus, that's a big one. And it's an obvious one. And he's still spreading that propaganda. Here's another one. Racial tension. Racial tension. What if? We've seen racial tension in our country before, but it seems like this year is the worst year by a lot. And there, there's just this divide in our country between, you know, the minorities and the majorities and, and you know, the cops and the blacks. And, and so there's this divide going on and this racial tension happening all over our news screens. And we're, we're again, it's we're playing all the what-if scenarios out in our minds because of the propaganda that's been sent to our minds to say, look, look at how bad this is. Look at how evil this is. Look at how much this is spreading. What if, what if, what if, you know, and it's, I've actually heard the term civil war come up as if to say that's that's a possibility that it gets so bad we divide our country so much that what if it plays out in another civil war and so there's another propaganda just just planting the what ifs planting the worry and the anxiety so that we lose sight of what is actually true uh economic recession economic recession this is since 2008 and probably even well beyond 2008 this is one of the worst economic times we've ever faced in our lives. There was the depression back in the 20s or 30s or whatever it was. And we weren't alive, most of us, during that time. But this is real economic recession. They're all calling it that. And people are losing their jobs and businesses are closing. And we're all wondering, will there be money in my bank? Will I lose my job? Will there be money in the future? And so all the what-ifs are coming into our mind. All the propaganda for worry and anxiety are getting us to think and play out all of these what-ifs. What if I lose my job? What if there's no money? What if there's no toilet paper? What if I can't get to the store? What if, what if, what if? Church is being shut down. What if? What if the nation and the government decides we have to have another shutdown and Churches have to shut down as well, which means we don't have our spiritual sustenance. We can't gather with our people. And we're Christians. We're supposed to gather. We're supposed to be together. We're supposed to walk in truth. But what if the church is shut down? What if the coronavirus does this? What if the government takes this stance? What if, what if more worry propaganda? Election results. We're in the midst of that one right now going, man, I thought my candidate was going to win and now I'm not so sure. And we'll see how this thing plays out. But what if? What if he doesn't win? What if this other guy wins? What if he takes these policies and it makes it really bad and he throws away our constitution or or he's, you know, really this way or that way? What if? What if? What if? What if our nation goes really bad? What if we don't survive this? More and more worry propaganda. There's other ones like riots that are going on, riots that may come from more racial tension or may come from the election results. What if riots come to my town? What if this happens in the big cities? What if it takes down the government? What if? What if? And now, of course, another COVID surge is upon us. The numbers are the worst they've been maybe ever. 
or they're getting really bad and people we know have caught it. And so now all the what ifs are really scary and the worry propaganda just keeps going and going. And guys, here's the thing about propaganda. There is some truth to it, okay? There is some truth because it wouldn't be a blatant lie. That's not um, successful propaganda. Successful propaganda is when you spin it by using some truth to get people to believe in error. And that's, that's, man, that's so devilish. He has to use truth, even though he hates truth, but he loves the perversion of truth because we focus on the fact that it comes from truth and we don't see the lie. Or it's, it's basically like a fisherman baiting a hook. There's a hook because he wants to catch you and he wants to kill you, but he doesn't want you to see the hook. So he's got to put a little dangly, thick, juicy worm on the hook. So you see the truth and you go, oh, this is right. This is good. And so I'm going to follow it. But it's not. And we end up biting into the hook and we end up dying. And that's the point of propaganda. But as we close here today, those are all the what-if scenarios. And I know there's more than that. Those are just the ones that came to my mind. And I know you probably have your own personal what-ifs going on right now. Worry propaganda to get you to worry because the devil knows if he just gets you to do that, he wins. You will not follow the Lord. You will not walk in love. You will not obey. You will not gather with your church. You will not do all the things the Lord has said are crucial for your soul because of all the what ifs. But our Lord does not work with what ifs. That is the devil's game. The, de the Lord, anytime there's a what if in your mind, Seriously, any single time a what if comes into your mind, it's not the Lord because the Lord does not have to work with what ifs. He is absolute truth. So what the Lord tells you in your mind is what is. And what the devil tells you in your mind is what if. Anytime a what if message is sent to your mind, it is not from the Lord because the Lord does not need what ifs. He needs what is. And he has given us 66 books of divine revelation about what is. And I just want to mention a few of them in passing. I don't have a long time to linger on these. But this is the solution to all the what ifs. All the what if scenarios, all the worry propaganda that the devil is sending to our mind. Here are the solutions. Fill your mind with the what is scenarios. Okay? What is, what is going to happen, what is truth, what will take place based on what the Lord has perfectly, clearly, bluntly said in the word of God. If you think about these things, because the only way to counteract propaganda is to send right messages to your brain. That's the only way. If you don't send right and proper truthful messages to your brain, you will believe the lies. You will start to follow those things as if they're truth. All of us are weak enough to do that unless we are sending continual truthful messages to our brain. And that's not propaganda. Propaganda is evil. Truth is good. And here are a few what is scenarios that we need to focus on. Number one, the Lord has told us in Matthew 6, and we focused on this this past Sunday, he says in Matthew 6, I take care of all the birds. Millions, billions, trillions of birds. I take care of them faithfully every day. He says, I take care of the grassy fields. I put all these beautiful flowers on these grassy fields and, and you drive by them and walk by them and go, oh, that's beautiful. Hey, great thing. And you pay very little attention to them. But God clothes the grass of the field every single season. He puts 
beautiful flowers on the trees and leaves on the trees every single fall. And we bask it and go, man, look how beautiful it is. And the Lord says, there, right there, you are much more valuable than the birds. You're way more valuable than the grassy fields. But I take care of them. I'm so much more going to take care of you. And that's not a what if. That's a what is. God has promised it. So it can't not come to pass. It will come to pass because it's a what is, not a what if. So we need to send that message to our brain going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He takes care of the birds. He's not going to lose sight of me. I'm made in the image of God. He sent Jesus to die for me. He loves me more than I could possibly understand, but he said it as a statement of fact. I love you and I care for you and I will look out for you and you don't have to worry. Here's another one. From Hebrews 1, it says, The Lord holds the universe in place by the word of his power. Man, that is a great what is. It says, Jesus is made, or Jesus is the exact imprint of God, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. I want you to picture that. I want you to picture some strong guy in the gym benching 500 pounds, maybe 750 pounds, a ton of weight, okay? A really strong guy is benching more weight than you've ever seen someone lift, all right? And you're going, wow, that guy is strong. That guy's incredibly strong. I don't think I've seen anyone stronger than that. That is a ton of weight. And then another guy walks in and he lifts a thousand pounds without even lifting a finger, just with his mind. He just looks at the weight and suddenly the thousand pounds is picked up off the floor and he's doing repetitions with them back and forth, back and forth, back, but not with his arms, not with his muscles, just by using his word. And that's, that's the picture I want you to get of Jesus Christ in Hebrews chapter one. He says, I hold the universe in place but not even with my arms. That would be amazing enough to go, man, look how strong his arms are. He says, I do it by the word of my power. The word, I just say it. And the word and the universe stays where it is. The word, the universe stays going on, stays continuing, stays moving, stays rotating, stays existing in space. All your atoms and your body stay moving and functioning because Jesus says it. Do you know what kind of strength that is? Do you see how that's such a great power against all the what if and the worry propaganda? To go, wait a minute, I don't have to worry about the world imploding. I don't have to worry about the universe stop stopping to exist. I don't have to worry about my life ceasing to happen. I just need to remember that Jesus upholds the universe by the word of his power. And when I think about that, man, that is that is the absolute truth and certainty that God has told us about our power of our Lord Jesus. And that's just a great what is. Here's another one. And uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He says something like this. He says, He who did not spare his own son, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Paul is saying, listen, think about this. If the Lord gave his life, the Son of God spent his life when you were in the worst possible case you could be. You were a sinner, you were wicked, you were contrary to God, you were an enemy of God, and you were awaiting eternal damnation. And the Lord put his hands and feet on the cross and he died for you so that you wouldn't have to die. That is the absolute biggest gift that anyone could ever receive. And Paul brings that up in Romans 8 to say, okay, let's think here logically. If the Lord went to those lengths 
when you were the worst you possibly could be, now that you are redeemed, now that you are saved, now that you are his child, now that you are a part of the kingdom of God, how will he not also with him graciously give you all things? How will everything now that you need upon this earth not be given to you if that was given to you when you were a sinner? That's the logic he's using to go, listen, he will take care of you and the things that you go on, that you deal with here on the earth because he took care of your soul when it was black, sin-stained, dripping in sin. He will now give you everything you need. And it's not just logic, Paul's saying, it's a promise. It's going to happen. And that is a great message that we need to send to our brain to fight the propaganda of worry. He will take care of me because he has taken care of me when I was this bad. And now that I'm his child, he certainly will not forget me. What is scenario? Here's another one. Matthew 16. We talked about the churches being shut down. What if the church is shut down? What if the Lord loses his church? What if the churches can no longer function? Well, in Matthew 16, the Lord told Peter, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. The very gates of of hell, which is stronger than the coronavirus. The very gates of hell want to prevail against the church, but the Lord says it's not possible. The church is too strong. The church is founded upon my blood and my strength and my truth. It cannot be defeated by the gates of hell. So no matter what if is sent to your mind about the church's closing and the church is being overcome by the coronavirus and by 2020 and by the government and by the devil, it's not going to happen. Because the Lord instituted the church and nothing of the Lord's will ever be defeated. And that's a message that we need to send to our brain right now going, the church is going to win. The church is going to win. The church is going to win. Stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. We don't need to play out the what-if scenarios because it's not going to happen. Two more. In Hebrews 1, it also says that the Lord is the King of Kings and he's on his throne forever. It says that in Colossians 1 as well. That right now we're waiting to see which, which person gets elected, if it's going to be President Trump for another four years or Joe Biden's going to step in and we're worried it's not going to be the guy that we want. And Hebrews 1 and Colossians 1 say it, don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You should vote. You should be responsible. You should do your part. But at the end of the day, the Lord Jesus right now is seated on his throne. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He will always have his position and he is completely perfectly sovereign and supreme over every single government of the earth. And no matter who is elected, you will be okay. No matter who is elected, the Lord will have his will accomplished. No matter who is elected, the church will defeat the gates of hell. And the worry propaganda should go away in our minds because of that simple fact. And one more, and this is one we looked at on Sunday. Paul says, we know that if our tent which he's referring to as an earthly body, an earthly life. He calls it a tent as a metaphor. He says, we know that if our earthly tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, eternal, not made with hands, never going away in heaven, secured by us, by God himself. So if your tent, if your life, if the worst case scenario actually happens on this earth and you actually lose your life or your loved one, if they're in Christ, their tent has been destroyed. And it's sad. And it is it is a little bit tragic. But, and that's a big old but, but we have a building with God 
secured in the heavens. And that is a great message to be sent to our brain because that's not what if, that's what is. God has told us that as a promise, you have a building in heaven right now waiting for you. So even if, even if something happened to you, even if the worst case scenario came to you right now, even if you died, you have a building from God waiting for you with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will go there immediately. And do you see how this works? All the what-if scenarios, all the worry propaganda simply being diffused by the what-is statements of the Lord. And that's the point. If we're struggling with worry and anxiety today, we just need to remember what the Lord has said. And maybe even better than remember, just think about them constantly, intentionally, purposefully, filling your mind with the truth of Scripture. Don't let the worry propaganda overwhelm the scripture and the what is statements of the Lord. And if you listen too much to the worry propaganda, you're going to be filled with anxiety. And if you stay tethered to the word of God, you will not. You will be filled with trust, obedience, and everything good. I hope that's a blessing to you. I hope you are filling your mind with the truth of scripture, with the what is instead of the what ifs. And let's fight the worry propaganda today. Let's help each other stay the course. Let's remember what our Lord says. And he has told us that we will win because we are victors in Jesus Christ. Many blessings to you. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.